Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm sorry. This is too much information, but I don't fucking care because we're in we're in quarantine anyway. Welcome to Manic Rambling Spiral. I am John R. Bray. And I think I am Heather B. Armstrong. Don't know right now. Yes, we are... uh, Well, we are actually officially recording this on the fourth (gasps) birthday of Manic Rambling Spiral. Because it is St. Patty's Day today. So it'll be a couple days from now, or uh, at least before this goes out. But um, we are we are sneaking this in in the early days of social distancing and uh, isolation, etc., etc., etc. Which means we're also sneaking this in on day two of school closures. <clears throat> which I mean, I'm just I'm just gonna be honest. It makes me makes me smile because really it's more convenient for me that schools are closed <laughs> uh, if i were there i'd smack so, you in the face like we <laughs> normally uh, talk to each other a little bit before we start these recordings to say what do you you know just to like prepare and i was we both were just like we're just going to start recording because four children at home from school now, yeah. if you start to hear singing in the background, that's because one of the children goes to a school where they sing, and she has to keep up with the singing. Oh, God. Um, I have told Marlo to go downstairs, but these little shits don't listen. There we go. E, explicit. These little shits don't listen very well. Nope. No, Well, they and they, they have e-learning, right? Like, yes. like it is the way that they're doing it here, which I, I understand. I mean, school is not canceled. It's just the buildings are closed. So there's e-learning, which is really, really funny because, again, Lexton only has two classes at the public school. But these teachers who are honestly doing the best that they can, by the sounds of things, were basically told, find some tools to use so that you can teach so they're just scrambling to figure out the webcams and software and find software that they can download that's not blocked by the district and doing all of this shit on their own. But Exactly. exactly. But, and I don't know about the four kids in your house, but the one in mine seems to view this as three weeks off. Oh, or is it three weeks for you? It's three weeks because, well, it's currently three weeks because it's two weeks of closure and then spring break. Okay. Well, their spring break is next week. Oh. Uh, my, my two kids. So they have a week off and then a week of spring break and then technically going back? Yeah. That seems like wishful thinking. They're supposed to go back after that. Somebody on Instagram was like, it's very funny that you think it's only going to be two weeks. Oh, yeah. I'm like, I know. I like to be funny. No, I, I, I have a feeling. I have a feeling it's going to be even more than three. I mean, I had a couple. Just so, I mean, this is a very minor inconvenience. I'm only pointing it out because it's a way that I'm noticing things changing. But I had two concerts this the first full week of April, and they've both been postponed into summer. Already. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, my my first speaking gig of the year got canceled. I was supposed to go to uh, Edmonton Uh, um, next week. And I was supposed to speak a week from today in Edmonton, um, Canada, and they canceled it. Um, They've closed the borders to Canada, actually. Yes, yes, I saw that. (laughs) Oh, my God. So really quickly, they closed 
in Illinois, they closed all the bars and restaurants, right? Yes, it, it's really confusing because the the announcement from the governor was that all bars and restaurants were closed starting at close of business yesterday. But it seems like they're just closed for dine-in service. Right. But that wasn't clear in the announcement. Like initially it was just closed completely. And now it's now they can do takeout. So that's a really interesting dynamic. I've also heard that New York City did the same thing, but they are allowing cocktails to go. <laughs> which is brilliant, honestly. Did you know that all five boroughs in New York are under the same school district? I No, I didn't until they, I read that it was the largest district in the country. It was something like 1.2 million kids. Yeah, like John and I have been, because, you know, John and I, me and my, me, me, me my buddy John. That's right. <laughs> New pals. Me and my buddy John were, were texting about all of this, and he's like, they, have, they had not closed schools uh on by sunday like they had not made a choice and he, i was like well, brooklyn hasn't closed schools he's like heather all five boroughs are under the same district we're talking like this massive amount of schools and children under one district i was like this is insane this is insane. Like, people are quarantined, and they haven't called off school in Manhattan. Well, you know, what? what I had read early on is that New York was holding out, which is, God, this country is so fucked, because the number of children in the New York public school district that are homeless and rely on the schools for meals is so high that they were keeping them open to not put people on the street. Okay, so they probably did what Salt Lake City did because Salt Lake City was postponing putting doing this because of that. They have kept several schools open where the kids can come and stay and get meals all day long and have food. Okay, that's and have right. access to the, and have access to the internet. Okay, well the the districts here are doing food, but not not building access. Oh. Well, they're, they're doing food and they're doing internet access and it's, it's very specific schools, but, and it's not every school, but they're at least opening them so that they can have food and internet access because everything is going to be online for the next while. And if you don't have access to the internet, then how are you supposed to keep up with your peers? Right. So when we heard yesterday that they were going to close restaurants in Utah, I was like, okay, I'm making the executive decision that we're ordering lunch and dinner from, because you can do carryout, like curbside carryout, like they, they come to the curb. Yes. Uh, or they can do delivery. Um, those options are still available if they use them and if they want to. So we are, for lunch and dinner, we are not only ordering from Chinese, mostly restaurants, because... They are suffering badly right. in this racist environment. Um, we're, we're ordering them in. If we can have them delivered, then we're giving the delivery person a very, very, very large tip. Yes. Because I cannot imagine. I'm going to cry. I cannot imagine how fucking scared they are right now. I mean, we, we're all scared, right? We're all scared. We've all lost work. You and I have lost major chunks of money right. because of this. But these people are going to lose like they can't go a day without working right yesterday we ordered sandwiches from a place downtown and the guy was on his bike delivering it to us and i gave him a huge tip and i was like how are you doing and he's like i'm really scared i'm really i'm really 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 scared <laughs> yeah and i wanted to hug him but i was like sorry i can't hug you right. i'm a hugger elbow bump <laughs> No, I'm I'm doing the same thing. There's restaurants nearby, and I, I follow some of them just on you know, Instagram or Twitter that were. And the interesting thing is, like, they're all they're closing because they have to. But I've not seen from any of the restaurants any anger. Like, they all understand why they have to do this. They just yeah. don't know how they're going to survive. And then there's the issue where if they stay open for to go, that's great. But the wait staff, the bartenders, like the bussers, they don't need to be there because 
you just have the kitchen staff. So then those people also exactly. don't have anything to do. And, but I've seen a couple places locally. Um, and I've, I've heard mixed things on the value of this, but are doing things like if you purchase a gift card, 20% of the value of that gift card is supporting the staff that's not able to work. Really? Which is really, really interesting. And actually, and I'll, I'll link to this. I, I put it on my, um, Twitter, I don't know, yesterday or the day before, but, uh, there's a woman who compiled a list last I checked of probably 150 businesses, uh, food, food, like restaurants, cafes, things like that all around the United States who sell merch that you can buy mm. to support. Oh, interesting. And some of them won't, I mean, they're not shipping, they're closed for two or three weeks and they won't even ship it for a while, but you can buy merch to help keep them afloat. Oh, that's an excellent idea. Yes. That's an excellent idea. And they're small businesses, do... things you haven't heard of unless you're really from okay. that area. I'm going to, this is giving me all sorts of ideas about what, what I can do yes. during this time. Um, because I'm stuck. I can't. I'm here with these children. <laughs> I love them so dearly. They are so wonderful. Um, but, that, but the hard thing too, though, they... is like, how do you, there's still people working at grocery stores. And mm -hmm. I know, like, I, I have heard people say, like, tip everyone you interact with. If you go to Walgreens, tip them. If you go to the grocery store, I don't, but I don't know how, how to do, I don't think they're allowed to take tips. Yeah, some of them won't. Right. Like, I can't um, hand a $5 bill to a cashier at, at Target. I don't think they are allowed to take that. So that's the, that other piece is like the food service industry tipping and then, is a part of it. And, the, and you can't really like stick your hand in their hand and go, just keep this because right, then right. you're touching them and they're like, ah! Right. <laughs> yeah. I'm just, and I'm just going to say this, right? This is what I'm going to say. I don't care who hates me for it. I don't think that you or I or anyone our age or younger is in grave danger. I don't think that this is anything for us to panic about in terms of our health. I think anybody who is senior and anybody who whose immune system has been compromised are the ones that we are protecting. And it's our duty to protect them. But those are the ones who should be scared for their health. The rest of us are going to be okay they are probably the the ones who are at you know the most risk right and um like our kids are, are, none, none of the kids have shown any symptoms no one's sick no one's anything um and i just i don't know i, I just i wish the panic about oh my god we're all going to die would sort of restrict itself to you and I are going to be okay. We're just doing this because we have to take care for herd immunity. Right. To take care of those who are in the, the highest risk. Right. So, Well, that's, I think the biggest problem is that there's, which is always the case with everything. There's the two extremes where there's, you know, the, the 30 year olds who are panicked about dying from COVID-19. So they go out and stockpile food unnecessarily and then there's the 30-year-olds who know that they can weather it, that odds are pretty good that they'll be just fine. So they go out and live their life normally. Mm -hmm. And there has to be an in-between where you can just acknowledge and say, I don't want to be the transport for this disease. Right. So I'm going to stay. Like I've had this conversation with Lexton who was asking about seeing his grandparents. I'm like, you need to, to understand that you'll be just fine. You'll feel sick for a few days and you'll recover. But if you bring it to them, it might be very different for them because they're mm -hmm. at that age now. And, and I mean, both Lexton and I are, are healthy right now, thankfully. And I'm not worried about that, but I think it's easy to slip into that mentality when you do feel healthy to just assume that you can keep, keep moving forward normally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is, I mean, I, I didn't panic by on Friday, but I did like, I knew that the kids were going to be at home for two weeks and they 
like bread and they like beans and they like rice. Those are the like the staples of their diet. Right. And no one had beans or rice or bread anywhere. Right. <laughs> it was gone. Yep, and pasta I, as well, yeah. and flour. Pasta was gone. Flour was gone. You and I texted on Friday. I showed up to Trader Joe's at eight ten. Yep. Same. Same. And there were seven hundred people in there, and there were forty people in each line, and there was no pasta. There were no beans. It was just like, okay, my God, what is happening? Okay. And and I got there early because I the day before I had gone to the other grocery store that I frequent and there were no carts and all the beans and pasta and bread and toilet paper and bottled water everything was gone and I was like what in the world what what is happening <laughs> yeah well and it's it's an interesting time too because it it has made me realize how easy it is to slip into that panic because I did the same thing. Well, my sister doesn't have any toilet paper. Well, right. And I, I did the same thing. I thought, well, if I don't want to continue to go out, so maybe I'll buy a little bit more than I normally do so that I don't have to come yeah. back to the store. But as you're walking around and you're seeing things gone and then you look at people's carts and they have like eight loaves of bread. Yeah. My thought isn't, I need to stock up because the bread supply is in danger. It's if everyone else is going to do that, there won't be any left when I come back to get right. the amount that I need. Yeah. My sister doesn't have any toilet paper and she can't find any anywhere. And she's not infected and she's not of the age group where she's going to like, this is going to destroy her. She can't find toilet paper anywhere, which makes me happy that we have a bidet. <laughs> and I finally figured out how to use it. <laughs> yeah. It took me a while. I was not a fan of this bidet at first. Because, can I talk about this for you, a second? You can't because that's the feedback I've heard. I've never used one. But everyone I know who okay. has one loves it, but said the same mm -hmm. thing. They were like, for a week, it was real bad. <laughs> so, Pete was swearing by it. He was just like, Heather, this is going to change your life. And I... So the thing about a bidet is that when you set it up, and it's not that expensive, you can buy one off of Amazon and just install it yourself on your own toilet. Right, it's like an like attachment to the seat or the bowl or yeah. something, yeah. Yeah, and, and it's fairly inexpensive. And But the thing about those is that you have to aim it. And it was aimed for his butt. Sorry, but it was. <laughs> and so for, I would try to use it, and it would just... I'm sorry, this is too much information, but I don't fucking care because we're in we're in quarantine anyway. I would try to use it and it would just spray everywhere. It would hit me in the back. Oh my god. And just <laughs> spray and splash. And I'm like, what the fuck am I doing? Why would I ever use this? So I had to learn to position my body so that it would hit the right place. And once I figured that out, it changed my life completely changed my life. Totally. Absolutely. A hundred percent. I would swear by a bidet now. Swear. Do they make any where you can, yeah, this, this is weird. Probably exists though. You know, you get into a car and you can hit like the driver <laughs> number two preset. Do they do that for bidets? I would, I would, I would, you know what? That's a really good idea. Someone should, if they don't have that, someone should engineer that because I would love that so I don't have to reposition myself on the toilet seat. Right. Because um, I'm not going to move it because he's he poops far more <laughs> than I do. <laughs> I'm so sorry, Pete. I'm sorry, Pete. Um, and, and I'm only saying that because of my own stomach issues. Like, it's my own. It's my own. Like, I'm making fun of myself. And so I'm not going to, like, inconvenience him by repositioning the <laughs> spray. Sorry. Oh, man. But I do a thorough cleanup afterward just to make sure that, you know, everything's fine. But I figured it out. And once I figured it out, it was just like, oh, oh, now I get it. Now I see why you use a bidet. 
It's so amazing. <laughs> it's. I'm still intrigued. I don't think I'm sold, but I'm still intrigued. I uh, listen to me. I started meditating, right? And I am now a firm believer in meditation. I am now. I was. I was like, fuck up a day. Fuck a day in the ass. Fuck up a day. And now I'm just like, oh, I will fuck up a day in the ass. <laughs> <laughs> and now you don't have to panic buy toilet paper. Exactly. You can, since water is still running, if you need to use a rag, you can just go put it in some really, really, really hot water in the laundry. Exactly. <laughs> you wash yourself off with a bidet, which are which means you're clean, and then yeah. So, Oof. Mm -hmm. we've had these discussions. <laughs> these discussions have been had in our home <laughs> i mean i've been seeing i can't remember if i mentioned this last time we recorded but even people were saying like if it really came down to it you could get in the shower like in an emergency you could just shower it off yeah it's not it's not like if you run out of toilet paper i i just saw something on twitter this morning that there is a part of Portland where the 911 service is reminding people that running out of toilet paper is not an emergency, so stop calling. <laughs> like, people are calling 911 for this. What? I don't understand. No, no. I just. No. What are we doing? Uh, We're so dumb. We're so dumb. But it's also, oh, I mean, I don't God. know. I assume that all of you are just. Not necessarily staying indoors, but staying as just your family unit, and that's it. Yes. Okay. And yeah, we're just at home. We have plenty of video games and art projects. We have so many art supplies. I mean, I stocked up on art supplies at the beginning of the year with the intention of doing all these art projects, and then my dog died. Did you hear that my dog died? That. My dog died. My dog died. We will have some news about that soon yeah oh yes <laughs> Shh. everybody be really really quiet don't say anything i didn't say anything Shh. so are all i mean i feel like there are and i know we've talked about this not in a social distancing capacity but there are advantages and disadvantages to having multiple children versus one child because at least in this situation there are multiple voices and people to interact with for some amount of time yes. which also means there are multiple people to hate but <laughs> i it's it's tough with lexton because and it's it's been really helpful you know touching base with with heather on this because to make sure that i'm not losing my mind because he has friends asking you're, him you're losing your mind oh, you're losing your it's mind like, he has friends that want to hang out and I'm like, well, that's not, that's not what we're, what we're doing. That doesn't make sense. And then we see like groups of kids walk by the house. People are clearly getting together. So there's a part of me that thinks, well, maybe I'm being ridiculous. I, I mean, maybe I'm just, it's overkill, but I feel like this is what we're supposed to be doing. Like not interacting. I mean, we do go outside, like it's not that we're, we're staying indoors, but it just, to have schools closed and then have a bunch of kids get together at someone's house seems ridiculous to me. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, I think we, we may have talked about this even last week, or since then, I saw um, a scientist who was like, so this is the situation. We are either headed toward China or we're headed toward Italy. And what China did is, well, because of their government, they took anybody who was infected and they stuck them in a hotel. They were not allowed to be quarantined with their family. They had to go be quarantined alone. Right. Because they didn't want to infect the family. And they went and sprayed down the streets. They, sp they, they disinfected streets, whole streets. Wow. And their cases have gone down. Italy was not prepared, and then they quarantined everybody with their families. And then I read somewhere that there was a famous actor in Italy whose sister died while in quarantine. Oh, geez. And yeah, and, and it's like we're headed down one path or the other. And right now we're 
barreling down the path of Italy where everything is going to be closed down. And like the girl who does my nails, she may have to like completely cease working. Hair salons may have to cease being open. The economic impact of that, I, I mean, <laughs> I, you know, I was supposed to go in to see my psychiatrist uh, last Thursday and he's in his late seventies and he just got over prostate cancer and uh, just had shoulder surgery. And I was like, I don't think that I should come see you. I mean, I'm around kids and I've been around, you know, a whole bunch of people. I don't want to be the person who comes in who may have something on my arm or something that like takes you down. And so he gave me a virtual visit just like on the phone. It was just, I'm trying to think about ways in which I can decrease my impact. Right. For those who need it the most. Right. Anyway. But not enough people are thinking about that. No. No. <laughs> which, which is, I mean, the entire reason we are where we're at. Yeah. There was a case, um, there was someone at a high school who, it was a teenager who contracted it and tested positive and had not been out of the country. And so now they're calling it a community disease. This is no longer, uh, you know, this is no longer an NBA player who contracted it while traveling the country. This is now being spread in the community. So... Because it was a Utah NBA player who shut down the NBA. Right. <laughs> oh, we Mormons do like to overachieve. <laughs> it was a Utah jazz player who infected another one of his Utah. And at one point, they had, they had given 77 tests in Utah. And like 58 of them had been given to jazz players. Uh, yeah, I saw that. And the other tests, mm -hmm. it was like they had to they had to find them. They didn't have them. It took mm. time. And then all of a sudden, the entire jazz gets tested. Yeah. They now have three drive-through testing centers in Utah set up. But you have to have a referral because I could imagine the mass hysteria of everybody driving down there. Oh, sure. You have to have a uh, you have to have a referral, a specific referral from a doctor that lists why and like, you know, your symptoms and where you've been and what's going on. And but they're they but they set it up finally, finally. Um, yeah. And I'm sure there's still a pretty ridiculous wait. I'm sure. And um I, this is all just so interesting to me that we're living through this time. I mean, we're living in a historic time and our children are going to remember this for the rest of their lives of like, do you remember when we were quarantined right. uh, for coronavirus? And uh, yeah, this is, I'm not, I mean, I'm not saying that's a silver lining at all, but that is, we are sort of living through something historic. And I keep pointing that out to them when they're just like, I can't believe this is happening. Why do my why do my teachers keep sending me work? Well, you would be in school right now. Right. And that that's the other conversation. I'm like, well, I guess they could have they could have closed it and then you'd just still be in school like into June or July or mm -hmm. however long, which you also don't want. So you gotta you gotta pick. You know, I think it's impressive that they've, I mean, they, they could have just shut it down yeah. and that, that would have been far easier, far easier, especially on the teachers and the administration, far easier, right? Just shut it down and let's just go into June. Right. Right. Yeah. They, they definitely could have, but they're keeping up with it and doing their best. And but that's what I remind Lexton of constantly is like, I, I've never experienced anything like this. Like my parents have never experienced anything like this. Like this is, mm -hmm. this isn't like every 15 years it happens. It's just never happened. No. <laughs> yeah. They're, <laughs> they're living something that they live. I, w I wouldn't call it special. I'm not going to call it special, but I'm, I, I keep saying to them, you guys like, this is, 
this is big. This is a big thing, what you're living through. Right. So Very unique. Mm-hmm. Very unique. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I wrote yesterday about... Um, everything that's going on, just some bullet points in my life, just to sort of catch people up with things. Um, and I wrote on Instagram that I was going to post beautiful things every day because that's what we need for the next two weeks at least. Oh, and um, Pete's uh, best friend from Santa Monica forwarded him a um, video of a rainbow in Santa Monica this morning. A full-on fucking rainbow. The whole fucking thing oh, like, that's beautiful. from start to finish and uh i posted that and people i posted a blue orchid that i saw at kew gardens it's a beautiful beautiful flower and i also wrote about how i was going to start talking about living with a 16 year old daughter because i don't know what the fuck i'm doing or how to deal with it and please help please help please help please help <laughs> <laughs> Especially now. Oh, oh God. Yeah. Oh, God. And um, and I read about that, like, that, that one night when she really got so angry at me. And, like, I felt my body shutting down. This is at the height of, like, Coco being, um, this is the height of my Coco grief. And, like, my body was just, like, totally shutting down anyway. And I could feel as she was screaming at me, why did you do this to my life? Um, I talked about how, you know, I went and got Pete for backup and I have to read you this comment because, oh no, and I hope she's okay with me sharing this. Oh, it's a good um, comment. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> okay. And I, I won't use her name just in case she doesn't want me to, but I mean, it's a, it's a public comment, call- right? Yeah. It's okay. a public comment. Um, but I'm going to cry reading it. Right. Okay. Can I read it? Let's do it. Okay, so her I'm just going to call her K. Um, she says, okay, so I couldn't read everything right this minute because I had to respond to living with an almost 17-year-old. Sometimes it's my fault because I woke up that day or made her breakfast or breathed or wished her have a good day at school as she's walking out the door toward her car or decided to inhale oxygen or didn't <laughs> scrape the ice off her windshield or did I mention breathing? Sometimes the eye rolls are so palpable, I can feel the size while she's in the other room, and God forbid I am taking a breath or even feigning interest. Just tonight, only her brother could make her smile. I guess his breathing is perfectly fine. Maybe because he's taking 20-year-old breaths and not 50-year-old breaths? Who knows? Today is the first day of extended no school, and she's bored. School is canceled. Track is canceled. Friends' birthday parties are canceled. Life is ending tomorrow, and everyone is breathing her oxygen. Thank goodness for her 20-year-old college brother that can still make her laugh and share her oxygen. <laughs> oh, man. And honestly, like, not only was I laughing, I was crying because I was like, oh, my God, it's not my fault. It's not my fault. <laughs> I'm not alone. 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 <laughs> I'm not alone. I like, I really felt so comforted by her sharing that because that's exactly what it's like to live with a girl. <laughs> yeah, I definitely, I, I have not experienced that and I'm hoping I will not. 
I mean, it's certainly not great all the time, but that uh, that level is is still foreign to me, fortunately. I that is an encapsulation that 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 completely captures what's going on. It's like I walked into the room the wrong way, right? I walked into the room the wrong way. I suggested something that she didn't want for dinner. I put the napkin down wrong on the table. Like anything is just going to set her off. Right. Life is horrible. It's like, okay. It's like every, every action is the straw that, that broke the camel's back. Like she's waiting for you for, for anyone, but especially you to do something that she can aim at. Yeah. Well, it, and it, in, in, I said even in my post, I, I understand that she doesn't understand what it's doing to me. She doesn't understand what I'm experiencing on my end. She just wants to yell. She just wants to get it out because she is frustrated as fuck about life and how to figure things out. Friends are terrible. Like, life is terrible. Her teachers are terrible. School is shit. Like, everything is awful. And so what does she do? fix it why aren't you fixing it and it's just like i can't fix it for you right (laughs) i very delicately say because if i say it the wrong way then it's going to make it worse so yeah and now you're locked into the same house so that's fun yeah um she's being good um, she's she's frustrated that she has to do online stuff, and so, and so this is what else happened. Like we're all sitting there at dinner, and she starts to go off about how she has a chemistry test this week, and well, this is the end of the term, and all of these other kids have to get in their um uh, extra credit work, and they're not going to be able to do that. Do you understand what this means for us? And I, both Pete and I were like, these are extenuating circumstances and they're going to accommodate you here. She's like, no, no, they're not. They're not going to accommodate me. They're not going to accommodate anyone. This is all, this is all. Forget it. She starts to like completely crumble and spiral into death. And we're like, Lita, Lita, Lita. No, no, no. They're going to accommodate you. They have to. These are extenuating circumstances. Trust us. We have lived in the world. And she's angry that we're trying to calm her down. She's angry at us at that point and almost gets up and walks out of the room. But she knows if she does that, that I'm going to turn Granny Hamilton on her fucking ass. She is not allowed to get up and walk out of the room. No. Well, it's a hard balance, right? I mean, even even with a boy, because I think it's really important for them to understand that like they're entitled to their feelings and they can be angry or sad or you know whatever they're feeling, they can feel that. But they also have to realize that like they have to be able to feel that and then look mm-hmm. at the situation and adjust accordingly. Like you can be really really angry at what's happening but then take a step back and realize the reality of it which is kind of what you were trying to do like listen they're going to accommodate you because they have to like this is what they're going to do so there's really no reason to waste that energy right i mean that's what we do as adults yeah theoretically I mean, you get really upset about something and then have to kind of reevaluate and say, well, is this anger really necessary? Like, does it, is it accomplishing anything? Exactly. And she kept going, let me talk, let me talk, let me talk. And I was like, okay, go ahead. And then she disputed the same thing again. She spewed the same words again. They're not going to accommodate us. They're not going to accommodate us. I'm, I'm not, uh, I don't, da, 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 da. and we're like, okay, okay, okay. And then we just stopped. We we stopped trying to calm trying to calm her down. We stopped trying to explain things because it wasn't getting us anywhere. It wasn't comforting her. It wasn't assuring her. We realized that by saying words at all, we were making it worse. And I think that's where I have come to is I don't say words anymore. 
I'm just like, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. And if she says to me, well, what are you going to do or what is going to happen? I go, do you want me to, do you want me to talk? Do you want me to say things? Do you want me to tell you that it's going to be okay? Because it is. If you want to hear that, I'm willing to talk to you, but I don't want to say anything that's going to make you even more enraged. Do you find so that she like gets to that point after you let her? No. Oh, okay. She just she just wants to just vomit all of it out, and once she does that, it's almost like a good cry, right? I'm sure you've had a good cry where afterwards you feel really good. Or is that only women? Oh, no. No, no. I mean, maybe it is, but it's also happened to me. Yeah. So she just needs to, like, say it to someone who will listen. And then right. she can move on. And take her seriously. Right? And, and understand and take and take it seriously. Like, she really feels these things. And, like, do you understand that I feel these things? I'm like, yes, I do. More than anyone in the world, you know that I understand what you're feeling. And that's all I say. Period. She just wants to vomit it all out. And so I finally figured out, okay, take a step back, Heather, and let her do it. And then if she if she gets to the point where she says, well, what do you think? And then I'll very, very, very tenderly walk into that conversation. Which could be a trap. You don't, you don't know. <laughs> But that's a tough part, right, as they've exactly. gotten older because, like, it's – they they need to get that all – like, all of that off their chest, right? So there's just this word vomit. But it's really difficult as a parent to not then carry that weight. Like, it's, it, to sit there and just hear it and let them get it out is fine. But I think it's hard, or at least it is for me, to not let that weigh on me. yeah i mean yeah and i i know that i do know like what did she say yesterday morning um we cooked breakfast for them and um is today tuesday (laughs) today surprisingly (laughs) is only tuesday yeah it was yesterday morning um we were sitting at breakfast and everybody had left the table after eating pancakes and she's sitting there and she starts to go off about school and what has to happen online and what she's got to get done. And she started yelling at me and she started attacking me. Oh, no, 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 no. It was this. It was this. Okay. <laughs> it was this. Let me take a glass. Let me take a big old swig of water. Hold on, because it was this, and this is what happened, and this is what happens, and this is <clears throat> okay. She was supposed to take her driving test to get her driver's license this week. Oh, right. So that's probably not happening. I'm pretty sure it's not happening. And we have decided that, so Pete, Pete's car is a year older than mine. Like my car is from 2008. His is like a 2007, 2008 Subaru. And we've decided that because we have two cars, if she wants to take the car and go somewhere, his car, she's more than welcome to do that when she has her license. However, (laughs) and I said this to him before any other conversation happened. I said, I looked at him across the table and I said, we're going to need to get her on your insurance. I can pay you for that. And we can figure that out because, um, cause she's not driving my car. His- <laughs> Was she at the table for this conversation? Yes. Okay. Yeah. I said, um, and we, we, we had already told her that on her birthday, we told her that she was going to be able to use the Subaru. And I looked at him across the table. I'm like, we need to figure out how to get her on your insurance. And then she goes, are you going to be okay with me driving by myself? And she says it to me like that. And I'm like, well, um, uh, <clears throat> no, but it's inevitable. Well, so the other night we went to, or this is before the quarantine. This is before school was called off. 
uh, we all went to dinner and we let her drive and I let her drive and I sat in the front seat and I did this. I've been meditating. You, you live to talk <laughs> about it. Were you like white knuckling the door or? Nope. Nope. I just stared at my phone and I just, wow. I, Pete was in the back seat and Pete was navigating and was like, Lita, 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 stop, 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 stop. Like sometimes she just doesn't realize it's a red light. Sometimes uh, she yeah. gets, sometimes she scrapes the right side of the car on the curb. Sometimes she doesn't leave. Sometimes she parks in the middle of a, the yellow in a parking lot, in the parking spot. Oh. Right? Okay. Yeah. We're talking about these things, right? <laughs> and she's like, are you going to be comfortable with me um, driving? And I was like, well, you know, like there's some things I'm a little concerned about. And she just goes, well, guess what? I am the only one of my friends who has to get a ride because you won't take me anywhere. And you won't. And she starts screaming at me. So that was totally her. a loaded question. Like the only right answer was no, I'm not concerned. And if you gave anything other than yes. that. Oh, yeah. And it was my fault. And I have I have crippled her life because I refuse to drive her everywhere. And I said, I didn't say that you couldn't drive. I'm not comfortable with you on the freeway just yet. I think you need some more freeway experience because it's a totally different ball game and you need some you need to get a feel for the freeway. But in terms of like short distances, I'm going to be okay. Okay? And she goes, "No you're not. No you're not." And I'm like, "Okay, Lita, yes, I will be. I will be okay. If you get your driver's license, if they say that you can have it, if they give you a license, then they are confident that you can do it. And I will right. have to be too. I will have to trust that you will feel it. And the way she was screaming at me, and I said this in my post, it's like she's throwing acid in my face because I have crippled her life. Now, disregard everything else that I've ever done for her. Disregard the roof over her head and all the food and her clothing and all the wash that I do and disregard all of that, right? Disregard the, the contact lenses that I pay for in order for her especially and disregard everything. It was that I wasn't, I don't drive her everywhere she wants to go. And she got up and left the table and I just looked across the table at Pete and I just, like my my eyes welled up and I was like, it hurts. <laughs> Sometimes it really hurts because I don't know why is she so mad at me? Right. Well, and she probably doesn't really either, honestly. And I and mean, no, I'm not going to drive her everywhere she wants to go. She has no clue what, like, she has no clue what, li what like, daily life is like to try to keep this household together. And it, it was like she threw acid in my face right there at the breakfast table, and I just my tears just like came up into my eyes and I looked at him and I said, I know she doesn't mean it. And I'm trying to process, I'm trying to process it. <laughs> and, and, and then like the night. And so this is what I'm doing because of meditation. <clears throat> and we even stated, I don't know if we talked about this, but we're instating a rule in the house that one do not sit at the top of a staircase if you know that I am rounding that staircase and you're going to be sitting there staring at me as if you're a ghost, because oh, I'm going to have a heart attack. <laughs> I almost died the other day. Is it like a landing? Like, is there a spot to sit? It is a, so it's like, it's like 12 steps up and then you turn and 12 steps up. Yeah. So and there's, there's, there's like a chair there or? Yeah, there's a chair okay, there. Okay. And then I, I turned and Marlo was sitting at the top of the staircase just staring at me when I turned and I almost had a heart attack. <laughs> and was she, was she just waiting for you? Yeah. She was upset uh, about something at school that day. And so she had a look on her face, like the look on the face of those two twins in the shining. At the oh, end of the hallway. <laughs> oh man. So I turned the corner not expecting to see anything at the top of the stairs. And she's sitting there with that look on her face. And I screamed 
so like everybody in the house heard it. Pete came running because he thought I died. I was like, we have to, we have to make a rule that they can't be sitting around a corner when they know I'm coming. <laughs> and I even told Lita, you need to text me before you knock on my door in my bedroom or approach the door. Text me, please. My phone is on me all the time. You come through, do not disturb. Please text me. Because if you walk in that room and I and my back is to the door, I may die. I may fall to the floor and have a heart attack. That's how startled I get. And Pete was taking a nap and I was downstairs like fixing dinner. And she walked into our bedroom while he's asleep to go, where's mom? Instead of... <laughs> Looking for you instead of looking for me and instead of texting me and I was like okay I need to calm down I gotta calm down what am I feeling where what am I feeling what is the feeling that I'm feeling get in touch with it feel that feeling feel that murderous rage <laughs> just really really right? feel it feel it and then okay I gotta move on I felt it I understand it talk to her about it. I talk to her about what she needs to do in the future. Let's move on and let's not dwell and let's refocus my energy. And that's what I did. And it worked. It worked. There you yeah. go. Meditation. Right? Yeah. It worked. Lexton does not uh, like those explosive moments and the attitude isn't really there so much. But he... And I feel like I've talked about this. But he just he just heaps. So, I mean, even 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 with schools closed, it, like Monday will roll around. It's like, well, I have schoolwork for Monday, and then after that, I have schoolwork for Tuesday, and then Wednesday, same thing. I'm like, oh my god, are you going to go through the whole fucking week? Because yeah, every day you have you have stuff, but you don't have to do it all today. Like you can just do today, and then be good with that yeah but he just piles it on like well i'll finish that and then i know that i have this tomorrow and then i have a test on thursday and then i have I'm like, yeah i i have shit throughout the whole week too i, I get it <laughs> that's kind of how it works but and then like trying to pull him back from that spiral like back to just that moment or that day is really difficult that's so difficult <laughs> And you yeah. just got, you've got like meditation has really helped me through this. And as I was sitting there, Pete's like, so why do you think that you're feeling, why, why are, why are you, why are you, why do you have tears? And I said, I'm letting myself feel this. I'm letting myself feel this sadness that she's so angry at me. And he goes, you know, she, she doesn't understand. I said, I understand that, but it, I still hurt. And I don't want to deny the hurt because if I deny the hurt, then all I'm doing is I'm recreating my childhood where I didn't let myself feel anything. Right. If I can at least feel it for the moment and acknowledge it, and then I can move on from it. That's what I'm feeling. Right. And I think that's important is just to be able to go, this is why I'm feeling in this way. And I am crying because it hurts. And now I can move forward. <laughs> Right. And both of those steps are equally important. Like you have mm -hmm. to feel it, but you also have to move on rather than feel it for, you know, five right. days or something. Exactly. And it's easy to get caught in that trap. But mm -hmm. I think if you're consciously feeling those feelings, like very aware of the fact that you're doing it, it's a lot easier to then let them go. Yes. And, and, and let me, let me quickly get this in. Marlo had a very hard time going to sleep last night and it was already at that point. 10 10 o'clock she normally goes to bed at about eight we pushed it back to about 8 30 um she went to bed at 10 she could not fall asleep and she's like panicked about it so i went into her room and i sat on her bed and because of the the early meditation guided guided meditations that i did i talked her for to her for about probably seven or eight minutes and i was like i want you to feel I want you to feel your feet on the bed. I want you to feel your legs on the bed. I want you to feel the back of your knees on the bed. I want you to feel your arms on the bed. I want you to feel your head on the pillow. And I want you to 
breathe as you feel it. Like I talked her through like a meditation of trying to go to sleep, of getting her to concentrate on the feel of the bed around her body and the feel of her breath in her body. And she was asleep before I left the room. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Wow. It was incredible. And I am not this person. <laughs> but but you but are. But I am. <laughs> but you are. And I know that that we've we've really taken this in a in a more serious angle here, but I want to just take a minute to complain about bedtime, which is a weird thing <laughs> to complain about with an almost 16-year-old, but it comes back to the fact that the school buildings are closed, but school is still a thing. Mm-hmm. So it was all like Sunday night. Like I, and it was already later than I prefer it to be, but it was 10. I'm like, I'm, and I, I kind of knew this was coming. So I just tested it. I'm like, well, I'm going to, I'm going to go to bed. It's like, all right, well, I'm just, I'm going to stay up for a while. Oh God. Okay. Well, you have to wake up at school time tomorrow. Like, Normal, which I, I've bent on that. Like, I, it can be a little bit later, but he just lost it. So, why do I have to wake up early? My friends don't have to wake up early. I don't have to. Like, you, you still have like the same number of responsibilities. It's just at all at home instead of going to the bill. So, it's not three weeks of vacation. And I think that's where, like, that's kind of where a lot of kids have landed because they don't have to go to the building. It's, it's free. Like the rules are lifted and I'm, I I don't have like a rigid, like he doesn't go to bed at eight or anything, but I feel like he definitely needs a solid chunk of sleep. Exactly. They get cranky. That's just it. Like he will say it doesn't matter. But within 48 hours, I am paying the price. <laughs> exactly. They don't understand that yet. Right. Like, they I know you cranky. think it doesn't matter, but you're being a huge dick right now because you <laughs> haven't slept enough. So, yeah. Okay. So, this is day two. Pretty sure this is going to be great. I think, Heather, I think you just need to acknowledge that it's going to be at least three, maybe four Five weeks. I don't know. I don't care. Oh. Um, no. Anyway, there's a lot. Anyways, there's so much to come with Manic Rambling Spiral. There's so much to come. And we're so excited about it. Uh, we can end with this on the upbeat note, right? Yes. There's so much to come that we're excited about. We've been working really, really, really hard. There's a lot of positive things actually going on in our lives, despite all the shit show shit show there, um, i mean and honestly even despite like the school closures and everything that has been happening we have not lost momentum at all none like in fact this has inspired us even more it's given us more time even right. um, to work really on the things we want to work on and um i'm really excited to talk more about teenagers um and resources for them and yes. and by the way i went and talked to the principal at marlowe's school and I said, this is before my event was canceled. And I was like, I'm talking about, because she's really, 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 really into screen time and what it's doing to our kids. And I said, if you have any insight that you want to give me for my speech, because I was going to talk about what I've experienced online and what kids are experiencing. She's like, oh, yeah, you need to talk about porn. Really? Oh, yeah. Oh, awesome. Oh, yeah. She was just like, there have been some incidences. So. Porn is a subject that we are going to not only talk about, but we're going to tackle. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, big time. <laughs> no pun intended. That's right. Um, That's right. <laughs> we're going to talk about kids in porn and adults in porn and everything. Um, yes. But we have so much that we're excited about, and we're excited to talk to you about them. We want to hear from you. Any suggestions that you have for us, any questions, any comfort, any like personal experience. And if you have a similar comment about breathing air and your child taking umbrage at it, please share it. You can reach us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Manic Ramblings on patreon.com slash Manic Ramblings. And you can email us stories at manicramblings.com. Yes, and if there are anything, if there is anything you want to hear about 
specifically related to teenagers. If you've got a challenge you're facing and you feel like you're the only one or something, definitely let us know. And if it's something mm-hmm. we feel that we can kind of tackle and start the conversation on, we, we will. And I'm going to, here's how I'm going to end this. Okay. Until next time, here's how I'm going to end this. Are you ready? Are you ready? Ready. Okay. If any of you know of really interesting Danish names, please send them our way. I would be very interested in interesting Danish names. Thank you. <laughs> Many thanks to Tan Lines for the soundtrack, to Lisa Congdon for the cover art, and to Ryan Coomer for his expertise with the editing stuff. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.